Hi everyone and welcome to the Effortless Weddings Podcast. My name is Heidi, I'm your host and a marriage celebrant in Melbourne. If you're interested in booking me as your celebrant, please give the podcast a review and just email me a screenshot to get a 10% listener discount off the package of your choice. For those of you that are new to my audience, thank you for joining me. Each week I talk to a wedding industry professional about how we can help you with planning your wedding. Not anyone else's idea of a wedding, your wedding, an event that is meaningful to you. We guide you through figuring out what that means with the aim of making it all completely effortless. Today I chat with Sandra from Less Stuff More Meaning, a hub for eco-ethical weddings in Australia and New Zealand that values connection and what really matters over material things. With a mindfully wed e-guide and a directory of like-minded suppliers, you can plan a truly meaningful wedding with more purpose. Hi, Sandra. Thank you so much for joining us on the Effortless Weddings podcast. How are you going? Good. Thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. I'm actually really excited about this episode and to talk about less stuff, more meaning. Um, so Thank I might just you. start with just giving you the floor, if that's all right. So you can just tell us Aww. what is less stuff, more meaning. And in your own words, explain to us what, what you do and how you do it and all that fun stuff. Thank you. Yeah, less stuff, more meaning. It says basically you can sort of tell what, what it's all about, what our message is. Um, and it's pretty, um, it can be pretty polarizing. You either love it or hate it. So um, I kind of like that because we're really finding that we're attracting our tribe, our kind of people who want to pair back their wedding and um, focus on simplicity, focus on the meaning of the actual wedding day. Um, and then as a bonus, also reduce their footprint of their wedding. So to be more environmentally conscious when making wedding planning choices. And over the years that Less Stuff More Meaning has developed, um, it's gone from a bit of a social giving focus that I started out with, but then I started learning all about the different um, industries and the niche people we the niche things that people were doing to actually reduce their footprint um, or to do things more sustainably or to source more ethically in their particular industry. And that's when I started learning about sort of the hidden behind the scenes aspect of weddings that even myself as a photographer, having worked in the industry for around sort of 15 years, I wasn't even aware of a lot of these things. So um, Less Stuff More Meaning has really now become an educational platform for people to be inspired and to learn about what they can do to make to plan an eco-friendly wedding um, and an ethical wedding. So that's that's us in a nutshell. Yeah, that's the condensed version. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how long has the business been around for now? When did you have you had like an official launch or or when did you get started? And and I guess I kind of I'm really interested to know that inspiration like when it hit and when you said no I'm going to make a go of this and really go for it now Mm, yeah well less stuff more meaning um was basically me just speaking my truth at the time I was going through a divorce um I'm a wedding photographer I'd been in the industry for a long time I was kind of cynical and probably still am and (laughs) burnt out cynical um and I what I did after I got divorced is I went overseas to Malawi and I volunteered as a photojournalist and to capture people's success stories from when they'd been um taking part in a in um, development programs like um microfinance or um agricultural education or building brick homes that kind of thing 
or wells in communities. There was, you know, like really fundamental things that were making a huge difference in people's lives. And people were so thankful um, and so appreciative. And it was just a really beautiful thing to, to witness and be a part of. And it really changed my lens that when I came back to Australia and in, in back into peak wedding season, the I kind of didn't see weddings the same anymore. It was like this consumerist thing that was very fashion based and um, the two didn't sit well with me anymore like that was a kind of like it tipped me over the edge a little bit where I started questioning everything and so from there I just um, started just with Instagram and Facebook about um, posting more um, smaller simpler weddings or weddings that gave back in some way and it started to attract other people who were going, yes, we need more of this in the wedding industry. And yeah, over that time, our community has grown. We've started a directory through that and um, our educational material has grown as well. So now we've got a, an e-guide that, that takes people through step-by-step -step how to plan a more ethical and sustainable wedding. Um, and just we're about to launch our footprint calculator any day now, which will people can input all the different data that they have from their wedding, like how far people are traveling, what they're serving food wise, um, what's new, what's reused, and then it gives a figure of what your carbon output is and how you can offset set that with tree planting or, or other ways. So yes, that's that's kind of how we've evolved very slowly from more of a platform where I was just just really expressing what was authentic to me to then attracting other people and, and, and sort of meeting the need of what people are asking for. Yeah. I mean, I think you're so right that there's definitely all, probably always been a market for it, but the industry wasn't promoting it, I suppose, in a way, like I'm trying to find a way mm. to say it in the nicest possible way, but yes. yeah, weddings have always just been done a certain way and you buy a dress and you rent cars and you hire a venue and, and this 100%. is just how it's done and I did the same when I got married so yeah I, same I, I had only very limited experience and I kind of did what I my I saw my friends do and I think you know we're still doing that now um, but also now there's more the influence of Pinterest and wedding blogs and um, for that kind of inspiration so I think a lot of people are really wanting to do something different from everyone else and make that statement that you know this is more unique to us but in doing so we're still following the trends that we're being shown so um, I think there still really is a place to show alternatives and to be a voice for the alternatives and to show actually real couples like real normal looking couples that might not be young and in their 20s and thin and blonde and beautiful like <laughs> just you know real couples that um you know might have a couple of children or you know and just want a, a simpler wedding that they're getting represented as well yeah and you know I think that in particular the past 12 months has had a huge mm. impact on all industries really but you know for the sake of this podcast and talking about the wedding industry I think that couples more than ever are not keen to do things out of obligation or tradition or how it's always been done. And I think people are putting more effort into really considering, well, what do we want? What does mean the most to us? Mm. And 
as suppliers, we need to help them figure that out and we need to provide the options and the education. So I think what you're doing is, yeah, yeah, right at the forefront there of where we need to be. (laughs) Thank you. Um, It's interesting the um, the shift in weddings thanks to COVID. Um, Running the statistics through the calculator when we were developing it, um, COVID weddings, if you take the guest list down to around 10 people and you're not travelling anywhere, it actually reduces the footprint of a wedding um, down to night by ninety three percent. Stop so, it! Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. It's really a huge um, saving for the environment to have a smaller wedding. Um, so it's not only that, but it's kind of also giving people permission or an excuse to have a smaller wedding. So they, we were the feedback we were getting through the survey is well, we kind of really we were getting pressured to have a more traditional or a larger wedding. And then COVID gave us an excuse to have the wedding we actually wanted. (laughs) Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think in 2021, you know, a a lot of things we don't have an excuse for anymore, you know, like there's no excuse for racism anymore and that needs to go away. There's no excuse for not caring about the environment anymore and that needs to go away. And there's so many things that I think, younger generations coming growing up and and influencing our culture and you know how we behave as a society we're really conscious more of how we can just be better humans and eco and ethical weddings is a really great way to start you can still have a really meaningful celebration without damaging the planet affecting other people in any negative way it's yeah it's just a really Mm. simple thing that anybody can do right and it's a beautiful thing because, like you said, you're you're making a difference, but it's through a really loving, fun event. There's not, it's not like you're having to sacrifice anything. You're not having to guilt people into giving money or whatever. Like this is through a really a fun event, and you can make a difference at the same time. And it's just having that know-how of what questions to ask your vendors, in what ways you can cut back, what things to look for. And I guess that's what Less Stuff More Meaning is all about is to give that information to people. Yeah, absolutely. So that e-guide is obviously going to be amazing for anyone who wants to have a look. I will definitely provide a link in the episode description for that. Thank you. Um, but you're also a directory of wedding suppliers mm-hmm. that are, yep. they fit with your ethos. Is that correct? So they fit with our ethos or they might have a particular specialty in providing a sustainable or ethical service, such as the wedding dresses made by hand in Australia with ethically sourced silk, for example, or all of our florists on the directory refuse to use floral foam. So that's that toxic um, plastic base that is in the bottom of floral arrangement and it hydrates the flowers, but it's chemical laden, And it ends up in our waterways and it's bad news. So (laughs) all of our florists do not use that. So, yeah, they're either making a difference or they just have a particular interest in smaller or simpler weddings. So then couples look for their vendors on our directory. They're getting, they're finding like-minded people, which, you know, makes for a great experience for both sides. Yeah, definitely. And I think it would be great. I don't know if this is on the cards for you at all, so I should ask, but would you be looking at providing more education to vendors and suppliers as well on how we can cut back or improve our service delivery? Is that something that you'll be offering? I think the wedding footprint calculator, When if, if we run through maybe some example weddings that we've attended, it will give us a bit more of an idea of what the main issues are in weddings. 
So um, yeah, definitely there's a real, um, a real opportunity for vendors to lead the discussion with their couples because I guess couples, you know, they're getting married once or twice and then they don't know, but we're attending weddings almost every weekend. And so we can really be a source of information for our couples. And, um, and one of the questions that we asked in our survey showed that actually not a lot of vendors are having the, the eco discussion. Um, and so it's something that's really being driven by couples actually, rather than the industry, which is a little bit, little bit disheartening really. Like we could be the ones that are taking the lead here and leading the conversation from a, from a position of expertise. That's a real opportunity that we could be doing. So, um, but if that's an interest, yeah, the, there's so much information on our website, so go for it. Um, and then, even like little free illustrations that we've got that you can share on our social, on your social media and then that can start the conversation with your couples. Yeah, absolutely. And would the wedding e-guide even be handy for suppliers as well? Like if, Absolutely. You know, yeah, that would be something we could all download and, yes, and have a look at. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so like celebrates learning about fashion and florists learning about the jewellery industry and, you know, learning about all the different facets of, that go on in the industry. Yeah. Well, so much of what we do can be referral based as well. You know, like I, I know as a, the perspective of a celebrant, I'm one of the first suppliers that couples tend to meet yes. with because you kind of have to have a celebrant. Um, so I'm often saying, oh, I know this person or I know that person who does this 100%. that would suit you. So it would be really good, yeah, to have a really stronger understanding of how we can be a bit more ethical and eco-friendly mm. and get to know each other in the industry a bit better. I agree. Celebrants, photographers, the venues, they're, they're really powerful in starting that conversation early in the planning piece. And thankfully for you guys as celebrants, you have the insiviousness footprint out of all the, yeah. all the <laughs> vendors because, you know, it's literally one person. You may or may not be travelling very far. Um, so um, that's a big plus for you guys. Yay. <laughs> I do have like a, a small insight, I guess. Like I do a lot of expos and fairs um, mm -hmm. because I find it's a really, really good way for me to get exposure and to meet with couples face-to-face yep. -face and, and get that interaction. And I don't take any leaflets and I don't take any business cards. I try to operate a fully paper-free business wherever I can. So in some instances, mm. COVID kind of messed that up and we, you know, went go through phases where we have to print some paperwork and we go through phases where we don't have to print the paperwork. Um, but a lot of couples ask me, do you have a business card? Do you have a leaflet? And I'm trying to steer away from that because I don't want it to just go in the bin and I don't want to mm. spend the money on having it created for it to just go in the bin. So I think yeah, it's little absolutely. things like that as well, where couples can use online directories, Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, social media, all that kind of stuff to find their suppliers and not stress about grabbing business cards and things. Yeah, there's, there's something that each of us in whatever industry we, we're in can do. Um, and even in our homes, like a lot of us work from home and this is our office space, like we can be using green electricity. That's going to make a huge difference. Um, we can plant trees to offset our car or plane travel. That's going to make a difference. So, you know, it, every little bit is going to help. So our, you know, our message is like, don't, you don't, it's going to be hard to do it all but every little bit helps. 
Yeah, for sure. I think as well with the rise of the micro wedding, the elopement style weddings as a result of COVID, it's a fabulous, fabulous thing. I think that people are just focusing on the meaningful part of just getting married with just your absolute nearest and dearest. So the fact that you can do that in an eco-ethical way as well, like you can go even that one step further with who your suppliers are and how you put together this little event is such a great way to, I don't know, just make it even better. <laughs> yeah, that adds an extra layer of meaning and those feel-good vibes that you know, oh, my wedding has made a difference or it supported this particular vendor that is that is making a difference. So, um yeah, it's a, it's, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, I can see the reward for sure. Um, mm. With the wedding e-guide and the carbon footprint calculator, would do they also give you options for how you can reduce the footprint in certain areas? Yes, absolutely. So you can rerun your statistics if you wanted to and go, okay, well, if I change this or if I invite less people or if I change my menu and it'll show you what the difference is going to be. Um, Plus there's also lots of like little tips and information and real weddings to give you inspiration in our e-guide and our blog as well. Beautiful. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you have a, you don't have to give us the hard statistic if you don't have it, but like, do you know what the worst offenders are? Like what couples and suppliers Mm. could probably really focus more on? I was really surprised actually um, using the calculator myself and putting some different sort of dummy um, figures or, you know, create imaginary events in there um, is how big an impact travel has. So travel is by far um, the worst offender when it comes to leaving a footprint. So it's, sorry to say, but a destination wedding to Bali not so good okay (laughs) um but you know like if the two of you were going to Bali that might compare possibly to a hundred person wedding locally so um yeah it just really depends on the amount of people you've got coming and how far you're traveling smaller weddings locally is going to be the best thing for the planet yeah okay and so if you've got family that are spread out all over the place and they're all coming to the event as well Mm -hmm. that's contributing to that bigger footprint so yeah absolutely and that's when you can yeah and (laughs) I mean and that is one of the that's the beauty of weddings it's one of the last traditions and rituals that we have that does actually draw our whole entire community together and that is actually the beauty of it um so yeah I mean if you can plant some trees to offset that at least you're doing something positive as well. And it's actually not that expensive. It's really not that expensive to offset your, your travel. And we've got a link on the calculator where we linked Greenfleet. And, yeah, it's surprisingly cheap to offset a wedding. Like it's an extra $300 or so. Oh, yeah, wow, so, so affordable. <laughs> yeah, totally affordable. Yeah. So, like, I've did. Did have a scour through your website earlier as well, and is that the like uh, the suggestion was to have that as like your bonbonieries or your favors to to plant trees that is instead an option. of having yeah mm. yep. yeah I like that's that an option. idea. And then you can um, you can even let people know like if you wanted to have some thank you cards that you know, we've offset your our wedding thank you or thank you for helping us do that or, or whatever. Yeah. 
So I suppose as well, capitalizing on the fact that not everybody can travel and certainly can't travel far at the moment, um, like Zooming weddings or um, live streaming weddings has certainly Mm. become much more of a thing. Is that much of a carbon footprint just out of interest? Do you know? I think that would, I don't know the figures, but I think that would depend on what kind of electricity you're using. Okay. So, um, yeah, that is one of the, that's a really impactful thing is if you can switch over to solar or wind powered electricity in your home, um, like through PowerShop, for example. Um, so yeah, that's an, that's another easy, it's, it's, it's actually, it doesn't, I use PowerShop and it's not that much more expensive. Um, it's just the bit of hassle, you know, you have to ring and change over and, <laughs> and once that's done. Who's got time for that, Sandra? <laughs> exactly. I know, right? <laughs> um, but once it's done, it's just so easy and, and not that much more expensive. And it, so, you know, you're doing a bit. Yeah. I did also see, um, in your directory, one of your celebrants that was there, I got really excited and I was like, I need to meet her. She's like the bushwalker and the, the hiking celebrant. I, I thought know. that was so cool that, you know, people could really think outside the box, especially if you are mm. looking at something really small. Um, not a lot of people are going to be attending and you just want to go and have a little adventure and get married while you're at it. I thought yes. that was such a good idea. I think that's a really, it's probably something I'd lean towards. Um, if I ever went down that track again, is to go out into somewhere, out into nature, somewhere beautiful. Um, nature does the styling for you. It brings the serenity and the atmosphere for you. And it's just the two of you. It's the perfect thing for introverts where you don't have to speak in front of a crowd of people. You don't have all eyes on you walking down the aisle. Um, and you go to somewhere really magical that's special to you as a couple. Um, yeah, so that's, I think that's, yeah really meaningful really beautiful and memorable yeah absolutely I think it's such a cool idea I'd like like you say if I was going to be getting married tomorrow I would probably look at doing something like that I think that's really cool yeah it's interesting how a lot of second marriages choose that as an option or people say oh if I had my time over that's what I would choose so how much how much pressure are we taking on of people's expectations the first time around that's an interesting thing to consider yeah Yeah, it's interesting how the the second time around if if there is one or a third or a fourth or however many um you just don't feel that pressure to do it that way again it's and it's interesting that society doesn't do that either like why aren't they pressuring us to do it that way again? It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're a strange so, breed, us humans. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, I don't want to be a party pooper. I think if you want to have a large celebration and you're using ethical, sustainable vendors, then that's amazing because you're actually then supporting that whole industry of creatives and of vendors that are trying to make a difference. So even doing that is a positive thing. So in whichever way you choose to get married, there's a way that you can care for people and planet. Yeah. And even like you say, the options to offset. So go nuts if you want to have your big celebration, but if you can source ethically and eco-friendly focused suppliers and if you can offset some of your carbon footprint, yeah, I think that's such a good way to go. You can actually purchase a whole forest through um, Greenfleet. Wow. So you know that that forest is going to be preserved for the next 100 years. Um, that's pretty cool. That's kind of cool to know that you've preserved a bit of the environment. You've created a home, a habitat for animals to return to. 
Um, so I think the, the top two things that kind of spring to mind for me that might prevent people from considering these options and, and going down this path a bit more, one being cost, everyone assumes it's going to be more expensive. Um, mm-hmm. And the other being it's too hard or I'm just one person, like unless everybody's doing it, there's no point. Like, so like you yes. said before, every little bit does count, but I think we find it hard to get our heads into that space, don't you? Um, I think potentially it can be a bit overwhelming because having only like when it's the first time you're planning a wedding to find your vendors and to coordinate and think of budgets and who you can invite and who you're not and then add an extra layer of things to think about I can see how that would be really overwhelming and that's I guess why we want to make it easy for people Um, in terms of making a difference and feeling like you're not it's only one person or one wedding that's not very impactful I, I would challenge that because I think If you're having an eco-friendly wedding, for example, and you've made a statement about these are our values and this is, I want to share that with our our community, then you're sharing that with a hundred people who will then go talk about it to their friends. Yeah. (laughs) So that is actually hugely powerful. Yeah, I completely agree. And I guess I kind of want to debunk that myth that it can be more expensive as well. I know we touched on the Mm. fact that um, the tree planting through Greenfleet isn't as expensive as you think it's going to be. But, for example, would a gown, a, a bridal gown, be as expensive as you think it would be I as think well? a, a bespoke um, design, personally designed bridal gown is going to be expensive no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's always an alternative like buying secondhand or buying something secondhand and having it modified um, or refitted to you. That's, that's an option. You can, you can rent. There's so much that you can rent buy secondhand or sell on after the day um, you can get really beautiful designer things secondhand I mean there's so much out there if you're if you have the time to just a search or look on marketplace or go off shopping or so um, I don't think I think in a way if you're willing to source secondhand you're willing to downsize on your wedding I can I, I think you're going to save money. Yeah, yeah. I can't see how you wouldn't save money. Yeah, it doesn't always, I don't know. I don't know why, but I I personally feel that in my circles, there seems to be this overarching opinion that if it's ethically sourced, if it's sustainable, if it's eco-friendly, it must be more expensive, Um, particularly things that are getting sourced locally, made locally, they're going to be more expensive than, say, if we sourced it overseas. Um, at the same time, people always talk about support local, support local, but then I, I feel like there's this conflicting narrative going on. Yeah. I think it really depends on the particular service that you're talking about. It might be the case in fashion and perhaps with catering. Um, but then again, if you go for a largely plant-based menu, you're going to save money and that's actually better for the planet. So, <laughs> um, or if you, you know, you cut down on your guest list, that's going to save you money. Uh, so I, I, think, I think it's probably, yeah, a misconception that it would necessarily cost you more. I think it's like anything. It's a personal choice. Like, okay, this is really important to me, so I'm going to splurge on this, but I might cut back on something else. I think you can do that with any style 
or location of wedding that you're planning. Yeah, no, that's a very, very good point. You're absolutely right. You've got to really think about the list of those non-negotiables and everything else that you can be flexible on and that will be different for every wedding and every couple, won't it? Exactly. What do you think are some of the elements that make for the best or the most meaningful or or true to you weddings? Mm, I think it's when the celebrant and the photographer or the people that you're working with have created such a beautiful, safe space that you can be 100% yourself and express what's in your heart and that expression of appreciation for another person and expressing that intention for your future and that energetic flow between you is just what is so magic and what people will remember from the day. And I know as a vendor coming away from a wedding, I'll always rave about those weddings. Oh my God, they were so gorgeous together. And they said this and that, you know, that is the feeling that stays with you. So um, if you can speak from the heart and really use that chance to verbalize what you appreciate about someone, um, because we don't always take that opportunity in our day-to-day life. That's what's really special about weddings, especially from the speeches and when parents get to do the same. Um, I think that's what makes the most memorable aspect of a wedding. Um, For all of us, I think that's what we reflect on. We reflect on the feeling of the day, not necessarily where it was or how it looked or whatever it's the feeling oh my my closest friends were there and we shared in this moment together and I got to talk to them I haven't seen them for a long time but to hug everyone yeah that that's what we're going to take away from a wedding yeah I always say to my couples you know even if you only had two guests your, your yourselves your guests everybody there nobody's actually going to remember exactly what was said but everybody's going to remember mm. how they felt that's it's like that saying isn't it yeah and you probably won't remember yeah. what you ate but you'll remember if it was good no. or bad Very true. Very <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> yeah I feel like people yeah. in general we don't remember details but we'll remember that overall vibe I remember the feeling. feeling yeah 100% I agree with you yeah. oh, I think so, you said it pr- the best <laughs> oh. <laughs> thanks love That's all right. We should probably examine that flip side of the coin as well, though. Um, In all your years of experience, do you think that there are any particular elements that can be damaging to having the most meaningful, enjoyable wedding experience? Um, I think having really set expectations around things and then perhaps they're not going to plan. I think that's where there can be some disappointment. Um, And also, I don't know, like I feel like there's a lot of pressure on women to look a certain way for their wedding day. And, um, you know, if you come back in your photos and you've you've seen a double chin or something and it's not quite, I I know that's the case when I've like had family photos done, I I look straight away, oh my God, I look fat in that. But (laughs) I think, um, do you know what I mean? Like I think it's that kind of thing where we... um, we can perhaps be disappointed or in what we had hoped for, for the event. That is probably where, yeah, where there might, that's something we're doing to ourselves really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause nobody else is probably looking at that photo and thinking about no. how you looked in a negative way at all. They're probably exactly. thinking, Oh, look at that smile. She was having the day of her exactly. life. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. We do so, tend to put too much pressure on ourselves. Don't we? Hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, I think as long as we're, we trust our professionals um, 
you know, we're there to have a good time and then let things flow. And if things don't go exactly to plan or to time or it rains or, or whatever, then we can let that wash over us and not worry about it. Yeah, because ultimately it comes back to what it really matters at a wedding is that you're getting married to the person you love. So <laughs> Yes. And sometimes those disaster stories make for the best stories as well. Like yeah, memories. Absolutely. <laughs> Something that absolutely. you get to laugh about afterwards. Yeah, I've had a few um, examples thrown out like during the podcast with other suppliers I've interviewed. And yeah, you're absolutely right. Sometimes if you can just take it all in stride and just embrace it for for what's happened and and let it go, then it can be really fun (laughs) once in a lifetime. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Is there anything else that you would like to talk about or, you know, delve into for our couples? Oh, no, I think we've covered a... A huge part of our stuff, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I think it's really lovely to give people the permission to do things their own way um, in whatever way feels authentic to them um, and ditch ditch expectations and pressures. (laughs) It's It's a very freeing feeling to go into your wedding planning with that mindset. So, um, yeah, I would say that's probably the best advice any of us as professionals can give our couples. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, for one, I'm going to download the e-guide for sure. I'm going to get oh, into that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because <laughs> other than being a paper-free business, I do often think, is there more I could do? Is there something else I could do? And like you say, we could be leading the conversation with our couples as mm. well. So I think that that's the very least that that I could do is download that e-guide and, and start having those conversations. So I do encourage everybody listening to do the same um, and at least have a think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Because that's the ultimate aim is that we make this the new normal. And like you said, like, and and once you know, once you know about those things, it's natural for us to want to do the right thing by animals, by people, by, by nature. So um, it's just, it's simply a matter of, of educating yourself and then making maybe tweaking a few choices here and there. Yeah, well, this one-stop shop of less stuff, more meaning is a very good way to start and make it easy for yourself, Thank isn't you. it? <laughs> Thank you, Heidi. <laughs> Do we have That's a awesome. launch date for the um, the carbon footprint calculator? Hopefully by this weekend. Oh, how exciting. So for Mm. everyone listening, this is recorded on the 18th of February, but that's not when you'll be listening to it. (laughs) So by now our listeners should be able to access it. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. How exciting. All right. Well, look, Sandra, I've probably taken up enough of your time and I'm sure you're very, very busy with all the things that need to happen in life and business <laughs> as as we all are <laughs> thank you so much for having me and for um your enthusiasm and it's really lovely because that's um it is a, a topic that's that i'm really passionate about and we can all get passionate about so thank you for sharing the message you're more than welcome thank you so much for your time today i really appreciate it thank you thanks for having me you're welcome bye As always, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Effortless Weddings podcast. Give the Instagram at Effortless Weddings a follow. This is where I promote upcoming episodes and also ask you for your feedback on who you want to hear from, what information you need to know and what areas you might need a hand with.
If you happen to have some positive things to say and might like to help encourage others to join the tribe, give us a little review on your preferred podcast streaming service. And to keep hearing more great wedding advice from some of the best the industry has to offer, hit subscribe and get notified each week as new episodes drop. Once again, my name is Heidi, and if you have any questions, ideas for an episode, or even want to share your wedding planning stories, feel free to contact me. All of my links and information will be listed in the episode description. Thanks again for listening. Keep doing happy dances, and remember that life is always better when sprinkled with cheesy love stuff.